Could you please pause for a minute and kindly ask yourself who guides you in your Christian journey? How do you approach them? And what is the mode of communication? Is the mode of communication that you use spiritual or carnal? You might have noticed through our lives, in every day, week, month, and year we are always in need of guidance. We tend constantly coming to the crossroads needing to know which way to turn. This is because our thinking is limited, our eyes cannot see beyond the horizons, and we do not know tomorrow. Mostly our judgments are based on past experiences and the atmospheric condition of the current situations we are facing, and it turns out that we're always prompted to errors. Thus, we pause to ask can we be guided rightly and be sure of making the right decisions? I would say yes. Because the Holy Scriptures say, Greater than I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go, I will guide you with my eye. Greater than. Greater than Psalm 32 8 and KJV. This sentence, which is the Lord's promise to us, assures us of His readiness and willingness to guide our lives. The scriptures say and if you notice, God says, I will instruct and teach you, and this is a promise to every one of His children. If we can think about it for a moment you will realize that the scripture tells us three things. 1. God can guide you, the Lord is omnipresent, omniscient, He is the great and mighty God. Therefore, He is well able to guide you with His counsel, Psalm 73 24. If you are wondering about buying a house, getting married, choosing a career, emigrating, the Lord is well able to guide you to make the right decision. 2. God is willing to guide you, the scripture above shows us that the Lord is willing to be involved in your life. Because it would be possible for God to be able to guide you but to be unwilling to do so, nevertheless, He wants to be part of your everyday life. If not so He wouldn't have promised to instruct and teach you the right way. He expects you to acknowledge and lean on Him for guidance. Proverb 3, 5-6. You may be facing a big decision concerning the future of your home life, or the rearrangement of your business. The Lord is able and willing to show you the way, all you need is to seek His guidance and not lean on your ways. 3. God is eager to guide you, He is not only offering you guidance but is longing to lead you. You may ask why? Because He has a perfect plan for you and He does not want you to make mistakes. Jeremiah 29 11. The nature of God's guidance. There is something peculiar about the nature of God's guidance that makes it different from the guidance the world offer. Isaiah 55 8, NKJV, says for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. Let's look at three things here. 1. God guidance is divine, if you have already noticed, the Lord says his ways are not your ways, why because humans have a likeness of grass. All the glories of humans are like the flower of the grass. The grass withers and all its flowers fall away, but the word of the Lord endures forever, read 1 Peter 1 24-25. Having learned that, how very wonderful this is, that God who is infallible and whose ways are perfect, He offers to guide you. He never makes mistakes never would He lead you in regrets, His wisdom is infinite and He never errors in His judgment or in anything He does. This, by the way, teaches us that we must never question the fact of God's guidance after we have received it. 2. God guidance is practical, the last three words in, Psalm 32 8, NKJV, stayed with my eye, meaning that he is always watching over you, and in every phase of your life he wants and waits to guide you. His guidance is comprehensive and down to earth so that you get to learn and understand it. Therefore, does he guide you when you're arranging a holiday, when you buy clothes, or when you want to visit a friend? Remember there is no area of your life excludes his guidance. 3. God guidance is individual. Have you noticed the word you in Psalm 32 verses 8, we have read. The Lord promises to guide and is ready, able, willing, and eager to guide everybody, but He wants to do that to you as an individual. He is offering you individual guidance which is peculiar to everybody because He has a perfect plan for you as an individual. Therefore, you can't live to please people, 
nor do you have to imitate other people's lives, nor putting to yourself burdens of following a man as a role model, Jesus Christ is the only real model for the church in you. Receiving God's Guidance There are certain conditions that a believer has to follow if they would like to know God's guidance. The reason why God says He will guide you with His eye, NKJV. We know guidance is not automatic, God does not push you around indiscriminately. His eye is upon you, but you have to watch His eye to be guided by it. Imagine a master who looks towards his servant and with a look, a glance, or an expression is able to guide and direct the servant in the execution of his duties. What, then, are the conditions for receiving God's guidance? 1. There must be a watchful eye, if the Lord guides you by his eye, then you must watch his eye. How can you do that? 2. By following carefully, the guidance he gives you through his word. In the Bible, God guides you through the very clear principles that are revealed there and through clear statements that we cannot fail to understand. For instance, He guides you about marriage, 2 Corinthians 6:14. He guides you about questionable things, Romans 14, 1-17. He guides you about going to church, Hebrews 10, 15. And a lot of more instructions and teachings are found in the Holy Scriptures so that we know them, live by them and not be deceived by the world. Anything that does not have a foundation in the Bible is not from God. I, by following carefully, the guidance He gives us by His Spirit. Jesus said in, John 14, 16-18, NKJV, I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, that He may abide with you forever the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. You need to have the Spirit of God in you, and abide by His guidance since He is there to help you access the divine counsel of God. In short, to be guided by God's Spirit you will have to walk in the Spirit. I will discuss the walk in the Spirit another day, for now, you have to know that it is very vital for a Christian to live by the Spirit. 2. There must be a humble mind, you must recognize that you need guidance, Psalm 25 9, and to ask for guidance means to confess that you do not know the way, and that indicates a humble mind, Jeremiah 10, 23. The right attitude to the instruction and teachings of God is one thing you need to be directed by Him. Do you have the right attitude? 3. There must be a surrendered will. It is a waste of time to watch His eye unless we are willing to go His way. We must not be impetuous like the horse or stubborn like the mule, Psalm 32 9. We must walk humbly before God, watching and waiting for Him to guide you and fully yielding yourself to Him, ready to do whatever He requires of you. For any question, or guidance feel free to contact me, and one email away from you.